Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bottom of the barrel, bottom of the barrel, the barrel is only small. Welcome back to Bottom of the Barrel, episode 100. And 44, we were back in the barrel. 12 dozen. True. Yeah, I learned that one early on. That was like <laughs> my first big number I was pretty proud of. I think it's the last one on the ones that make you really memorize. <laughs> yeah, 12 charts. 12s. Yeah. Nice. There we go. We did it. All right. Welcome back. If you don't know what you're doing here, welcome here. If you know what you're doing here, welcome back. Yeah, we've been on a tiny little hiatus. Uh, Wes had a bunch of shows. We were busy and all that. But finally, we got back together to uh, come back in the barrel. And... Just to let you know, this is really important. Yeah, this has been a goal. We This is a goal we set for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It is now July. Yeah. And we hit 100 patrons. Woo! Bob Rion, baby. Everybody out there supporting us on Patreon for the extra episodes. You know it gets wild. You know it gets insane. That plant, by the way, is falling over and it's bugging me. Oh, yep. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Patreon, 100 episodes. 100, 100 episodes. 100 patrons yeah i am through i am literally cloud nine that is what we wanted to hit there yeah i mean that and there and if you don't know like there's 39 or 40 backlogged episodes now yeah so, so if you whenever you jump in you've got access to everything and so. not to not, not to, to pitch it but like yeah it is a celebration yeah, we are we cool. are pitching this yeah we are up. pitching yeah let's let's but also go. it's the um, only thing that keeps the ship float yeah it does keep the ship float it keeps west coming back here as you guys know and also uh you do get a discount code for both of our shops on Patreon, which is worth more than the five dollars a month you would pay. 100%. So you know, at the end of the day, we're losing money. Yeah, but we're just shifting it around to, to make sense of things. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, man, glad to be here. Let's crack a beer. Let's get to the bottom of it. Oh, say hi to Greenius. Greenius on the mic. What's up? What's up? Perfect. Wow, really big, <laughs> big energy coming from the fucking soundboard right now. Woo. Yo, uh, every, just so everyone knows that's listening, because I already told these guys, I didn't sleep. Uh, not like a drug induced thing. Like, a, like I went to Vancouver and did a not yet, <laughs> not yet. And I did a gig. I went and had go to Cal- from Calgary to, to Vancouver. Do the gig. Uh, it's like a grad prom night thing. So I performed from like one a.m. to three a.m. And then I just turned around and 
went from the from the gig to the airport. Yeah. And now I'm here. Now you're here. So like I woke up yesterday at nine in the morning and I'm here now. So I just I slept on the plane. I feel pretty good. Appreciate you doing that. No, it's good. And I I did find I've been drinking less. Not a lot less. Yeah. I'm not crazy. <laughs> but especially on days like we have How to, does that add up? Well we you you're, you're awake more. Where we have to st- yeah. If I have to stay awake, <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel like I'm gonna function better on not drinking. That's probably true, right? Yeah. Like, so yeah. I mean, maybe I should. Yeah, you only drink to get rid of the sleep paralysis demons, anyways. So Which, if you're not sleeping, you don't need day, to drink. The other day, I had a normal nightmare. I didn't drink for three nights in a row. I was just at home with Kristen, and I had a normal nightmare. I was getting murdered in a boat. Someone stabbed me to death. <laughs> totally normal. But it, <laughs> but it wasn't sleep paralysis. Nice. It was fucking uh, Neil Patrick Harris. He was murdering me with a knife. Oh, and uh, and and normally that would he be, would too, eh? Yeah, and he was on top of me like you'd normally be for sleep paralysis, or if you're on a date, and uh, and he, he wasn't, he was killing me. But like, you woke up out of it, you snapped I, out. I of woke it? up out of it. I could move my arms. I could. Is that do... the first thing you did? I was so excited. You woke up and you're like jerking like, around. Yeah, not punching Kristen. Like excited. No, it was great, man. So, anyways, yeah. So this is my first beer in a minute. Same, dude. We got a lot, good. a lot to catch up on. Yeah, there's been some. I went down to the hun- ten ten year of uh, Kill Tony. You did do that, yeah. That's right. Went down, and fucking watched the Kill Tony podcast in front of three thousand people. Three thousand people watching. It felt podcast. so weird not having you there. Yeah, because I was like, yeah, just like by myself. Like, yeah, yeah, what a loser! <laughs> All my friends are like busy on the show. Yeah, we're running beyond behind scenes. I'm just sort of by myself. Yeah, was like yeah. that must have been cool though. What yeah. an achievement, dude! Ten years on Kill Tony. Yeah. That's crazy. And it's crazy that, you know, we became friends with a lot of the people who run that show. And yeah. They're just so hardworking and I'm just so happy for them all. I yeah. hope uh I hope they I hope they get to another ten years. I hope that you know, I, I hope they get to a point where they're, you know, uh where they're at our level. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Hundred Patreons. Hundred Patreons, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah. Um tried to talk to Tom Segura, it didn't go well, so I spent about an hour talking to his bodyguard, which was that funny. guy's a great guy. You told him me and I got along that. great. Yeah, he told me like you tried to crack the dumbest joke and he yeah. was like, I don't know, man, I don't care. And yeah. he kind of brushed you off. Which was fair. That's yeah. the right response. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh, that's so funny. Well. I'm gonna avoid you in the green room. I mean, you had the same amount of awkward interactions with Segura than I had with Joe Rogan. Yeah. Cause I don't know if I've ever told us. I was we were at Mitzi's, it was like the, the VIP bar. After you know one of the Kill Tony shows, and Joe's there, and I'm doing magic, and I, I you know, pull my finger off, do something, and and he comes by, and he's like, "Can you do that again?" Right? And I'm like, "Oh hell yeah, I can do it again." And he's like, mm, "Like this," and uh, and then he kind of goes to the bar, and then I'm like, "Hey Joe, you want to see something?" And he goes, "Like this." I'm like, "All right, no, come here, I'll show you something." And he goes, "No," and I'm like, "All right, <laughs> yeah, you got a hard no. blew it." Yeah, I got a hard no, a soft no, fall by a hard no. Uh, it was cool though. That's fun. Yeah, might as well shoot your shot, you know. Fucking Rogan and I had a great talk in the elevator. I said, you going up? He said, yep. Nice. Like, at at uh, uh, the mothership? No, at, at the venue that uh, oh, Tony was at. Yeah. It was great. Because the mothership elevator is like a foot by two feet. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's no, so it tiny, like dude. That. Yeah, that's funny. No, it wasn't like that. Um, yeah. Also in the news, lots of things happened. Uh, the Titanic thing. Yeah. That went down. Hey um, Also, you know, we pulled out a bunch of files here. Uh, two things: one, major whistleblower David Grush, uh, former intelligence officer, GS fourteen clearance, which is like the highest level of secret clearance that you can have, higher than Congress has actually, which I found out. Yeah, there's okay. clearances that, that are sense. higher than Congress. 
uh, because obviously I think a lot of it has to do with uh, plausible deniability as well. Yeah, for sure. And Congress doesn't mean necessarily military or anything. So there's always things. Yeah, it's like that. president. Yeah, it exactly. no, right? right. And it, again, it's so the president can maintain plausible deniability. Yeah, I learned that one in fucking Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, need to know basis only. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's saying some crazy stuff on some interviews. Not so crazy to me, but crazy to everybody else. Yeah. But he's been saying that um uh that yeah, we've been reverse engineering these craft and that there are pilots on board that we have captured. I've looked extensively into a lot of these cases over the last few months and uh and we're going to see what comes out of it soon because Congress just now, I think just today uh, is talking about a public hearing. Hmm. If David Grush uh, agrees to this, they will be doing a public hearing, which will be filmed for the public, yeah. with uh, peers that David Grush has named and who are also ready to come out and talk. Um, that's the big thing. And they gave anyone with information as to the reverse engineering of exotic crafts, uh, I think it was six months or 60 days, one of the two, to come out hmm. And if you do this, and this is the key here, you get amnesty. And I think that is so important. Right. I think it's important that we take these secret covert operations that are using these UFOs and whatnot and, and recreating things. And you've got to give them amnesty. Yeah. Because otherwise sure. they're fearing for their careers. They're fearing for their families. Here it is. This is brand new. House of Representatives to hold hearing on whistleblowers' UFO claims. Oversight Committee to investigate allegations that U.S. has possession of intact or partially intact alien vehicles. Now... What, what makes this so incredible right now is that, first of all, we've got the letter here. This is David Grush's uh, uh, team's letter uh, that they submitted to Congress. Okay. Uh, disclosure of urgent concerns, complaint of reprisal. Uh, we come before you to file disclosure on behalf of David C. Grush, who's currently a GS-15 employee, sorry, at National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, the NGA. He's a veteran of the Air Force and has worked directly for several IC elements um, over the course of his lengthy and successful career. He's, his credibility is undeniable. People have tried to decredit him. Yeah. Even New York Times, Washington, I think Washington Post tried to make uh, some fucking shit story about him. Mm -hmm. because they were mad that they said no to this story in the first place. And then some place called uh, uh, Media Nation yeah. posted it, which is some underground internet whatever. And the thing popped off, and then Fox started grabbing onto it, and Washington Post retroactively tried to smear uh, this guy's credibility, saying, oh, no, no, that's why we didn't take it. Turns out it it's couldn't happen. Totally, yeah. He's legit. He's clean. Whoa. And, um, yeah, constituting reprisal. Or threat of reprisal prohibited under subsection whatever, whatever. Grush pretty fully cleared member, yada, yada, yada. The important stuff is here. Mm. Uh, UAP related classified information from U.S. Congress. He has direct knowledge that this classified information has been withheld or concealed by the involved IC elements to purposely and intentionally thwart legitimate congressional oversight of the UAP program. He provided classified information to the Department of Defense Inspector General, the DOD. Uh, at the time, Mr. Grush uh, communicated classified information about the improper withholding or concealment of classified material, uh, believes that the, his identity and the fact of his UAP-related communi uh, communications, the DOD, have been disclosed to individual or entities outside of the DOD. Uh, suffered he suffered retaliation, um, yada, yada, yada. But he talks about them having and reverse engineering these craft. But, like, why is it important that they share that with everybody? So the, the importance is because there are people being threatened and there are people being harmed, apparently. 
Hmm. He didn't say in so many words about this, but yeah. he did allude to it because I think he wants to wait uh, to because his life is potentially also in danger. Sure. And if you're working on these super secretive teams, uh, that that a lot of these a lot of these um, uh, these these departments in the government work with private sector, right? Like Lockheed yeah. Martin, all that stuff, right? They contract it out. And yeah, if you're working on there, you're probably told, you know. Don't tell anybody about this. Yeah. And if not, we'll kill your whole family, whatever it is, right? So a lot of these guys need immunity. A lot of these guys are scared. Uh, some people also just want to see the progress. Hey, if we have these crafts that are doing these incredible feats yeah. and maneuvers and and you know using physics to a degree that we don't know, then we this could potentially solve world hunger. It could solve our, yeah. our oil and gas uh, problems. But isn't like isn't the other side of it like people are like well, what if they're manipulating gravity? Then we're going to be time traveling, and that'll fuck everything up. And like, that's the other thing. So, like, I, I, I mean, they're probably keeping it a secret for a reason. Is what I'm saying. I, I think, like, I, I would rather know personally. I believe that there is a justifiable reason, but yeah. I think we're at the point where that reason becomes less justifiable sure. uh, with the with the state of the earth, yeah, and uh, political climate and everything else. I think it's time that we have a little bit more information now. I'm not saying we should get all this at once. I think slow dissemination of information. The way we're getting UFOs and aliens. The, the way we're getting <laughs> the way we're getting uh, iPhones. Right. You know, you can't tell me that they haven't already, you know, had holograms on iPhones now for the past five years that they're going to release in twenty years. Right. We're just not ready for it. It's like when they came with the Oculus, we weren't ready for it. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, or most of the videos I produce. Yeah. On YouTube. people aren't ready for they're it. Not ready for it. That's why they're not getting views, dude. I'm ahead of the curve. That's a good point. <laughs> um, yeah, so all this is uh, very interesting. And, you know, for here, here's the thing that you have to understand. For uh, David Grush and his team to send this to Congress, to bring this to Congress, yeah. is a big deal. Yes. Because any falsified complaint can lead to jail time. Yeah, right. So you have to understand that he, yeah. he hasn't been jailed yet. Yeah, you're willingly going to the roadblocks. You better not have been drinking. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well put. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's in a, he's in a position where he probably knows that, and is so confident in what he's saying, and has yeah. you know the hopefully the resources to back it up. And not only that, they haven't. So obviously they haven't arrested him. They haven't yeah. done anything like that. But they're now speaking about bringing it into the house and talking about it and having a committee and making it public. That is a big fucking deal. If you're not paying attention to this stuff, you're going to hear about it soon. That is a massive deal. It's oh man, that we live in a crazy time, man. You're getting AIs coming like yeah. here and like instantly here, yeah. uh, and then fucking alien tech. Like what a weird. Do you hear about the uh, the Canadian MP? No, it's that. Uh... Ooh, was this a different topic or is it a related topic? Related topic. Oh my god. Okay. Larry McGuire, MP of Brandon and Surrey. Um, he's a he's a Canadian MP. Brandon's. Brand is like his region. Brandon's. It's like, uh, I guess, in Ontario. There he is. Okay. So this was a document submitted on March 22nd, my birthday, 2023. (laughs) Okay. And it just came out through Jeremy Corbell. If you guys don't watch Weaponized Podcast with George Knapp, great podcast. And this was a letter, and this is an MP. And he submits this. Defense Research and Development Canada in possession of recovered UAP material. Headline. Dear Minister Anand, 
It has come to my attention through meetings with American officials that the United States Senate Select Committee on Intelligence and Senate Committee on Armed Services have been undertaking in-camera hearings with government and military subject matter experts on the recovery and exploitation of physical material from unidentified aerial phenomena at UAP. So that doesn't mean alien, by the way. Of course not, yeah. Right? But it is a physical exotic craft that we don't understand. Right. I am concerned that expected upcoming public announcements will be coordinated between AUKUS, uh, which could damage Canada's credibility with our allies and the Canadian public on the global stage. There is an opportunity to have a prepared communication plan in place by May 2023 to reduce risk. So he's suggesting this plan of attack or this plan of dissemination to the public. As Minister of National Defense, you may not be aware of Defense Research and Development Canada, DRDC, has participated in efforts to analyze UAP which is publicly traceable to circa 1950. This recovered foreign material is studied through the Five Eyes Foreign Material Program, FMP. Never heard of this. Which in Canada is sponsored by the Canadian Forces Intelligence Command. Aligned with several intelligence sharing arrangements and treaties. I am writing to recommend you request classified briefing containing full sensitive and protected program information from your officials on the government of Canada's historical and ongoing efforts on analyzing recovered UAP. Uh, So he goes on about this. he was asked uh, to comment on this and uh, no comment. So I don't think he wanted this to go out, even though to some extent, I think this is public information when you, when you uh, process a demand like this, I think as, um, you as a citizen, you can ask for this and they can send it to you. All oh, right. Okay. Um, but I don't think that he expected this. Yeah. Cause he's probably trying to run for, you know, some type of mayorship or whatever yeah. it is. Right. But yeah. That is, uh, and this is, this is very, very urgent. Like he, he, he's, you know, Canada's credibility with their allies, Canadian public, must transcend politics, and I firmly believe we can work together in a bipartisan manner, regardless of the classified uh, details of specific FMPs, the public revelations by these subject matter experts who have testified before Congress present, an opportunity for the government of Canada to take visible leadership role in confirming the existence of recovered material and balancing our national security obligations. So very, very uh, interesting. And now he's being corroborated by other people here. Wow. It says, letter here from MP McGuire urges minister to develop public communications plan on UAP. And this is, uh, yeah, this is Larry McGuire here. Yeah. Oh, Manitoba member of parliament. Yeah. Man- okay. He's a member of parliament, dude. Yeah. And I always wonder if that gets more clout than it needs or, or like, I, I'm like, I don't know. How hard is it to become an MP in Manitoba? Maybe he's just some crazy guy who's the, the, the most popular crazy guy in his town. Right. Like, you Valid. Don't, you, you don't really need. But, but like, I, I, but I, like, why? Like, this doesn't sound crazy to me. Yeah, I, I, I get, I get your sentiment there, but I think we're beyond a point where, um, talking about UAP is crazy. Of course, yeah. I think, uh, I think the fact that we even say UAP, which is a government term made yeah. by the government, I think we're acknowledging the fact that the government also understands that there are unknown craft. Yeah, yeah, no, they're yeah. yeah. So I, I think it's funny how they all get lumped in. And he never says aliens. No. So you know, he's talking about UAP, which is unidentified aerial phenomena, and uh, about. The fact that we have retrieved some, which is not, you know, doesn't sound tinfoil hatty to me. No, no, no. Yeah, I wonder what uh, I wonder what will come of this shit. Like, you think they're going to get ignored? These letters? I don't think so because the more this happens, more people are coming out of the woodwork. More people are coming uh, forward. Yeah, and they're, you know, there's, dude. If you haven't seen, I'm rambling right now, but if, if you haven't seen um, uh, Stephen Greer hosted a UFO disclosure in 2001 with the national press. Right. Which was fascinating back in the day. And it was like, you know, it was a big pill to swallow. Sure. A lot of people working in Air Force and working at NASA and all that and coming out with like, yeah, recover crafts, all this stuff. This is 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. He just had another one. 
hit a million views in a day. Mm. And it is some scary mind blowing shit if it's true. Yeah. Because you had a guy, you have, dude, the stories that came out of the, these people. Yeah. This one guy had, um, this is like one of the craziest ones. He was a Marine. Okay. Uh, he was sent to Indonesia for uh, some humanitarian work. They had to like, there was like a flood or a natural disaster or something, right? That they had to go and just help the locals out. And they heard that Obama's uh, wife's family or something is there and the, whatever. They had to like, kind of like uh, help people, you know, evacuate and all this type of stuff. Yeah. Uh, these guys are in group. This guy testifies himself in front of the national press. There's a whole bit. You can go check this out. Uh, if you want, just type Stephen Greer and you'll see it. Watch this whole thing. It's like three hours. Pretty crazy. I didn't see this one. And Buddy talks about how his detailed encounter with a UAP um, that he believes was under control of a shadow government, not aliens, Americans. And so, that sounds and, crazy. And all of these guys, all of these guys that testify on this whole thing, they're they're all talking about the same thing. They're talking about reverse engineered man-made crafts that we've had since the fifties, right? So this yeah. is crazy. This is crazy talk. I've always I've always thought and believed that. So he he tells a story like this. Okay, him and his six. Uh, they call them. Uh, it's a stick of six. Is what they're called. It's like their little platoon of six people. Yeah, Illuminati. And he's and he's talking about no is is uh, Marines. Okay, and he's talking about his uh, you know all these a bunch of jargon that only Marines would know. You know, like oh we're headed. You know, this, that, he's giving directions, all this stuff. You can tell this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. This happened 14 years ago. And they get to the top of the mountain, jungled area. They look down, and, he, and he's got this little camcorder. This is 2007, eight, you know, like 2000, Yeah, something like that. 2004 or something, right? Keep counting for you. So they see this craft, Shit. this black octagonal craft just sort of hovering over the trees. And this ah, thing is massive, the size of a football field. That's what and I it's want. down there, right? And so he's filming it with his camera. And he's like, let's go check it out. So he goes down with his, with his guys. As they approach, they're noticing American SUVs, decked out SUVs, black. A bunch of armed, like what looks like military guys, mm. speaking American, speaking English, American accents, mm -hmm. black baseball caps, no badges, no name tags, nothing. Right? Jeez. All holding guns. The guns are, they're more equipped than the Marines. He was talking about how their guns are like a level over. Everything they have was a level over. This is like very expensive stuff. And they were, they had a munitions container and another container, which was like vacuum sealed things on the inside. And they were loading munitions up into this UAP. As he gets close, he sees this thing. There's like a low hum. He explains it. And it has like what looks like scales on it in Vanta black, like, like almost you couldn't see it, and a pyramid on top, like this pyramid shaped thing on top. And it's just yeah. slowly rotating clockwise. And he gets there, and as soon as he sees them, he starts hearing gun safeties go off. Whoa. They're yelling at him, get your hands up, drop your guns, drop your guns, drop your guns. Him and his, him and his crew, they drop their guns. Uh, the guys take their guns, they know exactly how they work. Clack, 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 all the bullets on the ground. Um, and then he goes, he, he reaches into, uh, this is a, this is a, yeah. if, if you look at the picture, is there a picture there that shows it? There's a drawing, I think. No, maybe on a different website. That's the guy. <laughs> um, 
There's the drawing. Yeah. Okay. Right? Oh, okay. So they're loading up this stuff, and these unarmed, these uh, unnamed military guys reach into his coat, into his side pocket, because that's he knows that's where they keep their ID. Like yeah. these guys know everything about him. Pulls out his ID. Pulls out what looks like a modern iPhone. He described today. He said we didn't have that back then. Whoa. And he's scanning it, taking pictures, cool. doing all this stuff, putting it back, and and then he's told to turn around. And all he hears, and this guy's got like severe PTSD from this. And all he hears is other guys going, um, you know, should we just put him out? Should we just take him out? Take him out? Should we take him out? All this. So he's turned around. He's all sorts of thoughts going through his head at this point. He thinks this is it. Yeah. Uh, instead, for whatever reason, the guys, they take, they load up their guns. They strap them around their back so tight that you can't, you couldn't like fast get to it. Right. And like rack him up, clack, 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 boom, cut his neck here. He remembers that. And he's like, you keep walking, you don't turn around or we shoot you. And it's like, all right. And so they walk him back uphill. Now they're seeing their commander, their commanding officer, seeing all these six guys come up with their guns attached. They're supposed to be. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? This guy's angry. He's like, yeah. you guys are, what are you, imbeciles? You're Marines. Like, you're supposed to be. <laughs> and they made up some story. They didn't tell him. They didn't want to tell him. Yeah, they, they they knew they were in over their heads. They saw some shit they weren't supposed to see. And by the way, as soon as they left, this craft took yeah. off. Um, they get back to be debriefed by some colonel they've never met. And he's like, what'd you see? And he explains everything. He's like, all right, you didn't see anything. Nothing fucking happened. You can't talk. He had him sign NDAs, had him sign all this stuff. And uh, he's like, go out, go out. You know, it's fine. Go have a night in the town, whatever. They have a night in the town. Comes back into his place, been ransacked. The only thing missing? Camera. Camera and cell phones. Only him and the six other guys are all missing their phones. Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah. What the fuck? Come um, on, government. So this guy comes out. This guy comes government. out on this thing. And he sends an email to the five other guys saying, we got to talk about this. Yeah. No response except one guy. And they showed the email. And the email is literally like, don't drag me into this fucking shit. I have a family. I have a career. It isn't worth it. This isn't worth this shit. You better not fucking ever contact me again. About and it's like this is an email. You can see it all. And it, this guy's livid. Like, do not contact me about this shit. I'm with that again. guy, man. It's not worth it. You're not going to win that battle. If you got a family and a life you care about, just carry on. And so, if you think that story is fascinating, there are probably three or four other stories of firsthand accounts of things of this nature, which are, to say the least paradigm shifting it is like you're like what and like part of me is like okay this guy just full shit the other part of me is like what do you gain from this yeah that's always the question with this it's like you don't gain anything. you're being ridiculed yeah by your former you know employers by everyone like yeah. you've nothing to gain there's no monetary gain here there's and if anything he's more in danger now like you know what I mean? It's yeah. so crazy, dude. But watch it for yourself. Don't take my word for it. I and take it with a grain of salt because I do too. I try yeah, to. I sure. try to in my head justify why someone would do this. Maybe he had a psychosis or maybe hallucination, whatever it is. But if you check it out on YouTube, it's uh, Disclosure Twenty Twenty. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be some amount of money to be gained from it, but I don't think that's why he's doing it. It's just it's not not significant enough. I don't think to make you your whole life be. I don't know. It's it, it, I I don't know. I, it's not a documentary. It's uh oh. it's just on YouTube. Ah. Cuz I I mean I fully am on on board with uh just go to YouTube and there. With they have these like they do they do get in there and, and steal all these crafts and they don't want people to have it. I I 
I'm sure that's true. But I, I don't know, man. It's like it's so fucking unbelievably hard to wrap your brain around, like if it's if that's true. Yeah. It's Anyways, it's yeah. it's it's on YouTube. If mm. you just all you have to do is go on YouTube and search it. But yeah. Well, I'm gonna watch that one. It is pretty crazy. It's uh, there's a few other stories that I would love to like rant on, but we'll we'll get past it because uh, it's just something you're gonna have to go. Digest yeah, and you're, you're going to miss all the you're going to miss yeah. some of the details, obviously. And and most of the details is like the tears, right? And these guys are like in tears, talking about how scared they were. Yeah. One guy saw some shit he shouldn't have seen, and you know the next day, his uh, he didn't want to sign an NDA. Next day, his dad, a million dollar company, was doing government contracts and stuff like that, all taken away from him, bankrupt zero, and then he was thrown out of a helicopter and survived, but was in a coma. Whoa. Yeah, it was like a really crazy story where he like sees like these obelisks floating in this underground base that he brought to. And, and as they're going down, the guy's like, the guy behind him says, uh, you, look at the, you look at the shoes of the person in front of you or I shoot you in the back of the head. And he goes, yes, sir. Yeah. And he went down to tie his shoe, had a glimpse, and the guy just fucking kneed him in the back. Whoa. And he's like, yeah, these obelisks floating and just like scientists, like giant rocks, just like turning them like this in the air and shit like that. When they got back around, they were all gone. Not a sound. What the fuck, yeah. though? Yeah, and they had like all like machinery on top of this obelisk. And man, I, I I I really hope all of this is absolutely true. I don't know what significant difference it would make in my life. What's scary? The scary thing that I took from this is that there's possibly a shadow government. Let me get this thing on. <laughs> Turn this light say. on real quick. <laughs> yeah, turn this light on. Yeah, or else you can't. As I was saying. Thank you. <laughs> there's possibly a shadow government that has its own navy, that has its own air force, that has its own army and its own money. That, that is was... doing whatever the fuck they want. Taking UAPs down, reverse that would explain engineering. All the UAPs. It really would. It would explain most of them. Yeah. And he goes through a whole list, including the Tic Tac one. It says, yeah, it's man-made. Mm. The one I saw on the plane, one we saw on the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Videoed. Yeah. Which is still, to this day, I had a look at it the other day, is a fucking Tic Tac. Dude, yeah. there's no wings on it. I know. Every time I see a plane now from there, I'm like, yeah, it's not with the other one. That's not, no. that's not like the video. I, I can see your little plane. Yeah, there's no wings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just white. It's yeah. a white Tic Tac. Yeah. It's so crazy. It did. I... <laughs> yeah there there's so much man-made shit so there's got to be it sound you sound ultra crazy saying shadow government yeah but there's got to be something yeah well that's kind of what david grush is kind of exposing i, I mean this, yeah, yeah. These shadow entities I'm, that work beyond congress beyond i'm way the, better the off law. like i can believe i'm more easily believe like like a branch of the government that is operating on it independently right but like a shadow government seems well the like thing so is if crazy. you're a branch you have to declare your 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 money and your budget and all this thing. Yeah. And so this is this is off the books, completely off the books. Yeah, fuck. You know, and 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 how do you, how are they getting money for all this? Loading guns and drugs up into UAPs, dude. Right. Easy way to fund that shit. That's true. You zip it around the world undetected. Yeah. You're a billionaire instantly. Trillions of dollars instantly. Yeah. Load up a whole fucking football field size UFO of cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. You're done, dude. One delivery. Poof, poof. Yeah. That's all it takes. And you can go to the bottom of the ocean if you want. All this shit. It's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about this, like, 
these UAPs also like residing in the oceans. Like if you look at the yeah. Nimitz, what happened there with Commander Fravor? Yeah, where it's like going in and out of the water. Yeah, and he's like looking down at it, and it's like mm -hmm. glitching going in the water. And there's other videos of like these submersible crafts. There's they call them um, USOs. Yeah, um, I identify submerged objects. Uh, and when they had the public hearing, when Congress had the public hearing of disclosure at the beginning of the year, do you remember this? Yeah, they talked about. Uh, at one point, they were like, what about these submersible? Have you guys studied? Or, And they said, that'll be in the closed hearing. Yeah. So it's important. It's so... That's where they're from. And they do random nuke tests in the water and shit. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck's going on? Where would you hide? Yeah, if that you had the, makes perfect sense. Well, even like the- Antarctica, the moon, yeah. and fucking the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Yep. Well, even the aerial ones they see out there, they're always over the middle of the fucking ocean. Like- well, they where are they where are they coming from? Uh, a lot of Great Lakes too. Oh, really? Ton of sightings. Uh, Ontario. Yeah. Ontario is like a hot spot. The Great Lakes uh, around Ontario are a hot spot for UFO sightings. Yes. Betty and Barney Hill were on their way back from Ontario. Oh. When that happened, when they got uh, abducted. Makes sense. Big fucking lakes. Yeah. Shit. Be interesting, but yeah, this whole talk about like crash retrieval is super cool. Like if you if you haven't seen uh, Moment of Contact. Which is uh, the Virginia Brazil incident? Yeah, that's that. That's fucking. You watch that? Uh, no, I guess I listened to the podcast about it. That's right. Whoa, I didn't watch that. You got to watch it. Yeah, because now they're coming out with more information. The doctor who saw the alien is now coming out on on because uh, they, they had the doctor that uh, gave it the X ray, the doctor that treated the man who brought in the alien who ended up dying. So now that all this the girls that seen the alien, the guy who drove the guy who caught the alien, they already talked. Right. But now you have the doctor who worked on the alien talking. Because they were asking. They are like, come forward if you have yeah. any. It's, it, these are all credible people who have lives and, and things to get back to. Like, they have, you know. Would you, what would you do? Would you, would, you, would you talk? Would you tell people? Or would you be like, fuck it, let me just live my life? No, I'd definitely tell people. Yeah? Yeah. I think, I, but again, like, go, coming back onto this subject, like, even what uh, MP McGuire here uh, was saying is that he wants to plan like a way of easing people right. into it. And I think that's the correct course of action. Yeah. I do not think it wise to come out at once with all this information. I think that can cause a mass amount of panic, but I can't be the first to have thought of that. I think that there's definitely people in the government who know and yeah. who are actively hiring the most intelligent people in the world to try and figure this out and, and looking at every single option and their best option so far is to keep it hidden and slowly release documents yeah, I that's think that's what Tom DeLonge is kind of doing with his company, yep. isn't it? Yeah, to the stars. That's yeah. kind of what they're doing and reverse engineering. They're trying to get to zero point energy as well. And yeah, crazy stuff. Who else? Who, um, Hal Putoff works for right. to the stars. He's a remote viewer number zero zero two in the Stargate program in the seventies. Oh, and he works. For, oh, I don't know. Yep. That. Oh, that's cool. Shit, um, man. Okay, I. I but this all these back. guys are not they're not all crazy obviously this is yeah. obviously i'm just trying to put it on like an important scale in my mind like like is this right. the best use of their time right. i get i guess so i mean i'm really curious about well, it uh, first of all time <laughs> right might not <laughs> be an issue <laughs> or or even relevance in this right so it makes my days feel pretty fucking silly though 
Yeah. And like, like when I'm like stressing about like just sitting here, like sitting here with the table. No, this is actually more important than than me like going around like trying to you know fly here, do this show there, get people to come to a fucking gig in Squamish. Like all of this stuff is crazy. It, it feels kind of silly if it's so big out there. Yeah. With so much, there is um there is a few crash retrievals that have happened in the past. Like this isn't anything new. Yeah. These, you know, like Roswell, Virginia. These aren't new. These have been happening like a lot. And if you look at uh, historically, there's one in Japan. You want to pull that one up? This one's crazy. Is it crazy? Utsurobune. All right. Utsurobune, also known as hollow ship in Japanese, um, was an unknown object that allegedly washed ashore in 1803 in the Hitachi province on the eastern coast of Japan. When defining Utsurobune, the bune part means boat, while utsuro means empty or hollow. Accounts of the tale appear in four texts. <coughs> there are different um, photos of this, by the way, like drawings. Like, look at that depiction. Yeah. It has windows and a hall and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there was a lady. So according to legend, a young woman aged between 18 and 20 years old arrived on a local beach aboard the hollow ship on February 22nd, 1803. Fishermen brought her inland to investigate further, but the woman was unable to communicate in Japanese. She was very different from everyone else. The fishermen then returned her to her vessel to the sea uh, where she drifted away. Uh, it, is, it is said that she had like red and red hair with white extensions, mm. uh, fair skin. And these are all different depictions of it. It's like a wow. legend now of this thing that happened. Cool. And she had a box with her and she wouldn't let the box out of her sight. Tesseract? Yeah. And this is the whole thing. So like you look at this, this could be an early crash. So this is okay. This is the one thing about the. I really like. Can't, I love talking about this kind of stuff, but then every now and then I get hung up in the idea of like, if it's if it's like coming from within the Earth, like, mm-hmm. and not outer space, it like makes more sense. Or like a secret branch of the government and man-made stuff that makes more sense. When you go back this far in time, I don't know what year this was, but like eighteen oh three, eighteen oh three. It it starts to get you know. It seems like well, it should probably be coming from outer space at that point. But I, I'm just be, I'd be so amazed if the aliens that we meet, coming from outer space, looked and functioned like us so similarly. Why? I don't know why that would surprise me. Hmm. But it really does. I'm like, why wouldn't <clears throat> it? Why wouldn't they? Uh, like, I would expect it to be unrecognizable to our eyes. I think some, but I right. think others probably look identical. Right. There's just so many different kinds of uh, on the outside. Yeah. But on the inside, look at uh, Valiant Thor. Right, which is the uh, Venusian, yeah, that Venus, guy's great, that, yeah, that that the, that worked with the Pentagon apparently in the fifties <laughs> with yeah. Eisenhower, yeah. But he had like one giant lung and like a bigger heart. And, That's like, right. The inside, he was a lot different. He was like very tall, and he was like three hundred years old or some shit, right? Yeah. But um, did but, he just disappear one day? Yeah. yeah. But the interesting thing about about that is, um, if you have to we, adapt to be, if we are a product of hybridization sure right which is uh somebody in the cia actually came out and said that we were uh, he'd work on top secret projects he was a ufo fanatic but he was briefed into rooms that he didn't even ask to be briefed in Mm. and he was allowed to talk about it because he wasn't debriefed right he wasn't told not to talk about it it was all about the hybridization uh that that's the biggest uh thing that we are hybrids uh and so like if we are hybrids it makes sense that others would be yeah Right. In 1933, there was a crash um, in Italy. 
close to, I want to say, if you look at this up, 1933 Italy UAP crash or UFO crash with Mussolini. Um, and they have a drawing of it, a depiction, a telegram went out of like a drawing of this thing. So it crashed the fascist UFO files. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great title. Fascist UFO files. Um, so what happened, and this is in connection with the Vatican, which is kind of crazy. What happened is that this this craft came down and crashed. There are uh, telegrams from Mussolini himself, which have uh, unearthed, that him describing what it is and saying uh, where it's held. Okay. Uh, in this craft that came down were yep. two seven-foot blonde, long blonde-haired, blue-eyed people in, like, skin-tight suits. Wild. Dead pilots. Crazy. So here's where it gets really crazy. Mussolini was convinced it was Germans. <laughs> sure. Uh, everyone around him was saying no. He was saying, yes, it's Germans. They hid the craft, and they put the, uh, and they put the bodies on ice. Kept them there. His, some historians believe it's the reason he sided with Hitler. Because he's like, look at the power, look at the. What was that music? That's a pop up on the website. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was like, is that in my head? I was wondering <laughs> if it was Are in these simple hats working? Yeah, you Let's adjust, go, baby. You got to adjust oh, it a little bit here. I'm Turn gonna... that. <sighs> spin this knob. But yeah. So, how crazy is that? That maybe that's why he sided with the Germans because he thought, man, if they have technology like this, right. I gotta, I gotta side with them. So, anyways, after the war, apparently, allegedly. The Vatican knew about this. It was in Italy. And they told the U.S. to come retrieve it. And the U.S. did. And that was one of the earliest crash retrievals, 1933. And uh, since then, you have, apparently the U.S. have been on top of all these crash retrievals. Shout out Fuck me, man. I know. It's crazy. But also, like, at the end of the day, I'm still going to fucking upload videos about puzzles and playing cards. Yeah, like, well, exactly. You can't do it. Yeah, yeah, that's still, but it's cool. I just want to know. Yeah, same. Show me. Take me there. Let me tour it. Yeah, take these off. Yeah, that's all there, real. You know what? At the end of the day, and I'll say this and I'll say it again. I don't care I like if anyone it. believes me when I, when, I, when I talk about this shit. I would rather a cool story, man. I, I, uh, don't, don't sit there for one second in the comments and be like, this is all horse shit. And then just say there's nothing. Yeah. You can't trade me nothing for this. There's you better give me fucking unicorns. Yeah, yeah, Or you yeah. give me something else. Yeah. You give me dragons. <laughs> you don't give me nothing. Well, it's just true. What happens after death? Nothing? I don't think so, dude. I'm going on an astral journey, okay? Yeah. You better not come at me with nothing. Give me something. Well, give me we, a better story. We have more stories and more footage of this than we do of after death. Mm. Right? There's, like, so few photos of after death, you know? So, like, you can't trade nothing for this. I'll trade you nothing for after death. Sure. Fuck that. I was uh Green already knows where I'm going with this. I, I, I just read a book, listened to the audiobook. I like to say red. I say red too. Yeah. They don't need to know. <laughs> no. Why'd you disclose that? Yeah. It's classified. I read it in Braille. Fuck it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Same thing. Sign language. <laughs> it's just a fucking twenty eight hour video. Guys fucking <laughs> cramping, muscle cramp. Um it is called That's the worst way to do it. <laughs> yeah. If it's sign language, you should just read the words. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it is called Journey of Souls by yeah. Michael Newton, PhD. And Pretty I was, sick. I forget where I was recommended this from. Might have been on TikTok. 
And I was just like, okay, I'll check it out. Free book on Audible. Go check it out. Coming from TikTok, free book on Audible. These this yeah. is good, uh, uh, good this, sources. This sold a shit ton. Mm. A shit ton. Like a half million copies when it launched or some shit, right? Goddamn. Yeah, crazy. And so this guy, let me give you the backstory about uh, Michael Newton for a second. This book starts off by him affirming very seriously that he was never one to believe in anything paranormal. Okay, I, there's a lot of guys like this that I I, I do like that yeah. that stance coming from the point right. of like, I, I thought it was crazy. You know, and, and I like that stance. To me, that is more compelling. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to drop yeah. it. Like, I love Absolutely. it. Absolutely. No matter where your UFO Also, whatever. great fail-safe. And it, also, yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty he, point better. Yeah, exactly. But he starts by saying that he was, um, and still remains, a qualified hypnotist, hypnotherapist. See, I don't like him anymore now. Yeah, he's not He's not a hypnotist. He's a hypnotherapist. Oh, okay. Um, so dealing with trauma through Hip- hypnosis, right? right? Which is a legitimate practice. Uh, you study it, and it's it's all about you know the mind and everything else. It's a parapsychology also falls into that and all that yeah. stuff. But he was um, he was doing he was doing these sessions, which are just uh, and then one and he he refused for years to do any type of uh, he did regression. Uh, you know, come back to your childhood, your traumas and this type of thing. Like, oh, your mom touched you, your dad beat you, whatever it was, right? Yeah. Sorry, this is just my personal experience. Yeah, really, <laughs> um, just, yeah those two ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Am I hypnotized right now? <laughs> um, so he, you know, he makes people go back and, and relive their traumas and this and that. And this one client came in and said he had this incredible neck pain and he was doing sessions with him and he, and he asked him, could you do a past life regression on me? And he's like, rolled his eyes. He's like, I don't do this shit. This is yeah. not what I do. It's not, and if my peers found out, you know what I mean? I'd be fucking ridiculed. You know, it's, yeah. it's like a very fringe uh, type of uh, hypnosis, hypnotherapy. It's a very fringe yeah. past life regression. Uh, LBLs, life before. Anyway, so he goes, CBC. he goes, okay, uh, does it. Apparently goes into a past life where this guy was like a Roman soldier, got shot in the neck with an arrow or whatever. His pain went away. Mm. Uh, that's what got him intrigued. He's like, huh, his pain's gone. He's like, maybe there's something here just psychologically, right? Maybe there's something, right? some even if you're tie. T- even if you're telling yourself a story. Maybe yeah, imagination. Yeah. Right? So he starts doing it more often, but then starts to encounter like uh, by accident, like when he says, oh, go back to a time where you were happy or whatever. But then some of the people start describing places that don't exist. Oh, this is sick. Uh, places between lives. And he's like, huh, interesting, right? This spirit world. After the whole cool. uh, I die, I go see the light type thing. Like he goes into past lives, they die. Yeah. Keep going. What happens next? Oh, I feel a pull. And incredible it's this pull and i feel this oh and there's friends around me and all this right all this stuff so you're like oh, okay you know whatever dmt whatever it is yeah and they're on the journey of the astral plane whatever whatever he does thousands of cases like this and he believes that there is the spirit world and he goes into great detail through his clients to d- describe it and the compelling thing about all of this 
All of this would be for naught if it wasn't for this. There are no inconsistencies. What? There are no inconsistencies. He said right off the bat, if you think people are making this up, these stories are wild. Like it gets deep into the purpose of life, how the universe is created, what these souls are, how many past lives you have, you're an old soul, what color your aura is if you're an older soul. All of this remains consistent through thousands of sessions. The evolution mm. of all, all of this, all, all things, and people are just like certain nonchalantly, oh, yeah, I'm here now with uh, this, that. Oh, we, uh, we have to learn about this, and uh, I have to learn, you know, uh, I made some mistakes in my past life. I'm trying to fix them and this and that, so I'm choosing a body now. and Crazy stuff. It goes, I won't go into details, but yeah, it is yeah. literally, legitimately, you're like, what the fuck? I'll listen to this book. And then, yeah, he said, if this was, and some people think, oh, this is just people's imagination running wild. Yeah. From what they hear, whatever, right? Yeah, that's my, my suspicion is him, yeah. like, implanting. So he, he yeah. addresses that as well. Yeah. And he, and he says, specifically, uh, I am not giving them any type of push in any direction. Yeah. Uh, the questions are so open-ended, mm-hmm. and they go there. And then he just asks them, Wild. describe this. And they describe it. And he's like, if it was the imagination... There would be too many discrepancies. Totally. Things wouldn't match up. But man, it's compelling. And the information that these people impart with, you're like, this one lady, he's like, she's like a level six. And it's just really fucking deep of like how old the souls are. She's been around for 130,000 years, her soul or whatever, right? Since Cro-Magnon. He did, you know, regression therapy to her. And when she, when, when her mandible was out here, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like in, in, through time, like back got straighter and everything Whoa. through these sessions and really crazy. And then you think everyone would be just infinitely old, right? Wouldn't you? No. Souls that's, are born. That's cool. Apparently. That's cool. Yeah. In this, in the source. Right. And they're the source is like this big Torah flux of, 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 of energy. Hmm. That's like perfect on the inside. And it sends out this imperfection. So it becomes perfect again and comes back in this whole sort of cycle, whatever it is. Cool. And, this lady was referred to him by a friend. So it was a friend of a friend. She never been hypnotized in her life, nothing, right? And because he was just like, I had a hunch. She's like very wise and very like, she works uh, uh, helping uh, drug addicted people and very selfless and brings her in for a session, immediately goes into a deep trance and starts talking about, you know, these things. And so he's like, par for the course. Uh, what's, you know, what color, uh, what color are you? You know, this and that. And she's like, oh, I'm like a deep blue, which is like a dense color versus like white, yellow, red. Then it goes blue and purple is like the guides, the spirit guides, the ones who you meet when you die and everything. And it's just, it's a crazy thing. And he has all, all this book is, is like 40 sessions. That's all it is. Session one, session two. This session is interesting because session three, you'll see in session 16, uh, session four, and they go through all these. And this lady was so interesting because she was like uh, one of the highest, like oldest souls, oldest highest level soul or whatever yeah. that he's ever encountered. And the reason for that, which I thought was really interesting, is because... Does she have like a playing card that comes with her? Yeah. Uh, these these ones are, are so interesting because these people don't need therapy. And so that's why they're never... No, they do. Trust me. I'm listening to this story right now. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. 
I'm just regurgitating. I know, and I'm you sold me. I was just trying to. I'm just regurgitating. You can you can think I'm crazy. I don't. Am I sold to this? No. But is it a cool story? Yes. And God, I fucking love a good. Well, story, I'm man. I'm I'm so I'm very sold on on this kind of thing. You can sell me on this kind of idea of both souls and whatnot because like, I don't. I mean, the word might bother me a bit, but like, yeah. I mean, obviously, you could you could make a perfect body. Uh, uh, you yeah. know, in in a lab, yeah. but you couldn't start it, right? So I understand. So they that talk about that too. Yeah, like I get it. Like he talks about, okay, what about abortions? Yeah, but like I, that's a, what about does an abortion have a soul? Does yeah, a, a, yeah. a baby that dies at two years old, because they choose souls, they choose the body. Yeah, why would you choose that? And 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 literally they say, oh no, it's it's not for me. It's for the parents. It's for their lesson. Yeah. And uh, so they call those fill-ins when they just go to fill in for a body that's going to die soon. They know they, it's, it, it's just insane. That's cool. Everything I, I had a question about, I was like, okay, what about genders? What about, yeah. And he answers all that shit. Like, and it's, and it's through their words. And so afterwards I'm like, I call bullshit, right? I listen to this whole book and I'm already like pumped up. I'm like, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Because you have a name, too. All these people have names. Chris is out in the backyard like, let's go to the next one. Bruh. <laughs> Gun in the mouth. <laughs> no, so that's the thing. Suicide. What happens there? Yeah, I don't know. People think hell? Nope. Just this one guy killed himself in his last life and, and uh, because he he goes through this whole thing about how he was a lawyer. He was raised in a farm, but like ended up fucking people like his parents uh, out of money and, and couldn't take it anymore and killed himself. And then he was like all disappointed going back to, he's like, uh, he's like, oh, where are you going? Uh, he's like, uh, where are you go? Uh, are you lost? He's like, no, I know where I'm going. <laughs> he's like, where are you going? He's like, uh, I'm gonna go meet my guide now. And he's like, all very. He's like, you sound sad. He's like, is he gonna be mad at you for doing what you did? And he's like, no. He's like, there's no one. There's no anger up here. Yeah. But I know that I'm going to have to relive a similar life. It's and he didn't learn his lesson. He took the easy way out because there is free will. And so he's gonna go back and like not get a scolding, but literally spend maybe a hundred years of our time yeah. contemplating and, and trying to fix his mistakes before he goes back and does another one. I, and that's the next thing I want to, I want to listen to, because I wonder if they address this too, but I wonder like what constitutes mistakes? Like, like what, like who, who's judge and jury of like, why, like who, who gets to rule in what a mistake is? I mean, you are. No. I, oh yeah. So he just inherently you, feels bad. You, yeah. You know. Yeah. And, 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 and he was talking about humor. He's like how they joke. He's like, oh, they, oh, they, those, uh, who is it? Oh, Jonowin. Jonowin is so funny. They, they all have names. Everybody has names. Every one of these people that did that, and they go like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "Oh, that's, uh, that's Anthram. Oh, oh, that, that's Alum. Alum's a funny one. He's been with me in three lives." And like, you're like, huh? And they all have like these that's spiritual like names. Cool as shit. Yeah, and I'm like, what's my name? Right? I want to know what my name is. Let's get a regression going on. Yeah, here. Dude. let's go. And so I would, I'm not afraid to do that. I'd do that. Yeah, 100. Yeah, yeah, and um, and so yeah, about humor. He goes, he, he goes in. He's like, oh, there's they're really like group of clowns because they're apparently the way it works is like you have groups of like between 10 and 30 souls, and and those groups are have like a, a guide. Okay. Right, and when you're when you get higher in level, you end up being a guide to other groups, and then these guides go see another one, and so on and so forth. Guides don't incarnate anymore; they're done incarnating. They're just here to help souls. But during that middle term, you can stay as a guide and have a soul on Earth, apparently, and just split your soul in two and whatever. This is a whole thing. Yeah, 
And I, it's just it just goes on and on about like this depth of like this world that exists. Apparently, what's that cartoon with the souls? Soul. Soul. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. I almost had it. <laughs> like right I, every time you're talking, I just keep thinking about that. I'm like, I'm like. I, I'm like I, maybe I should either read this book or just go watch that cartoon again because it sounded like they had a pretty good grasp of it also. Yeah, yeah, they did maybe. <laughs> and he's, he talks about jokes and he's like, "Why? You know, are you? Is there humor?" He's like, "Oh yes." He's like, "Souls are some of the funniest. They have the, some of the funniest sense of humor." And, he, and he's like, "Why is that?" He's like, well, "Because we're aware, we're self-aware, right. we're aware of everything." Like uh, the guys that poke fun at me because I was so vain in my last life when I came back and they right. like, they laugh ah. at him for being so vain in his life. Because and and he's self aware that he was vain, so he laughs too. It's kind of like us. Yeah, he's laughing at our dumb shit. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's like this this enlightenment level of self awareness. You know, one of my biggest stresses in life, not even a stress, but if I let myself think about it, it does stress me a bit. Is like I always wish that I could live two lives. You know, I, mm-hmm. I just got back to my brother's place, right? And he's got a nice little house in the prairies with fucking garden in the backyard and everything right and 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 like and I'm, I'm like oh and he's like pursuing this like career that's so different from mine yeah you know and three kids and everything and i'm just like yeah I, but you can't do two different things you know yeah. and i'm always like man i wish i could i wish i could try that as well i wish i could be nomadic and just live um fucking just literally out of a backpack and just never stop moving around the world or or move and be a fucking fisherman in mexico or whatever and i'm always like fuck they all sound good but you got to sort of choose yeah you know, I still try and squeeze as much in as I can, but I just want to go down. But if you're telling me that I can just loop back and do it all over again, I should stop stressing out so much. So this is my vain David narcissist said, life. Like, because like, he was asking, he's like, well, if these souls who are so like enlightened and like are almost done being here, because Earth, uh, they talk about this too. It's like, well, there's got to be other planets, other worlds. There's like more than planets. There's other dimensions that you can go to as well. Whoa. And they're like, um, at the beginning, when your soul is sort of born, you choose. They give you some options. Where do you want to go? And wherever you choose, that's where you're going to keep going back. Because there was this one case where the one was like sick of Earth and was like, I don't want to go back. I, I'm, I want to try something new. And they're like, you're not going to like it. Mm. And he went to this other place. This other place, apparently, it was this intelligent beings on some planet in a galaxy, whatever. But they, they, had, they couldn't laugh. There was no humor. Right. And it was just the way they were, and he oh. had just had lived depressed his whole life. And yeah. when he came back after, he's like, "No, bring him back to Earth." But uh, Earth, they say, is a very is a, a very hard place to incarnate. There are some places that are a lot easier, that have less population, that are like all good, but you don't learn much, so it'll take you longer right. to reset. So some people want a shortcut and come come to like this plane where you deal with physical and mental strain. So um, that's where we get to like, like the fucking. Super difficult levels, like come back as a pedophile. Like that's like playing hard mode, right? <laughs> You're like, let's go all in. Give me that guy. Let me let me try the toughest version. <laughs> this is gonna be. What do you tricky. mean? I love kids. What do you Ooh, mean? Here we go. <laughs> God damn, nah, we're gonna have a laugh about this one after. Yeah. Well, they they talk we about gonna have a laugh. They talk about mental disorder. Yeah. They talk about suicide. They talk about murder. They talk about mass murder. They talk about like all the different things. Is that like mass singer. Uh yeah, they talk about um yeah just like every every case you could imagine every question you have like ghosts demons like all this yeah. all covered they're like oh it's misunderstanding it's this or uh, can souls linger around it's like yeah they can sometimes they do it's they choose everything's cho- you're not forcing anything afterwards they're like yeah you can choose you can go back whatever you want That's but cool. like you f- your own growth will determine you know what you want 
Um, and then like one guy was like, yeah, I want to be a pianist in, in LA. And he's like flying around, looking at houses, looking at people. And <laughs> you remember that, uh, it's kind of crazy. You remember that Robin Williams movie where he goes to hell to find his wife? Yeah. Died? I love that movie. So what the fuck was that called? I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, between no, within, um, Cause that, that's like something between or within that that, that has all these I watched ideas. that movie so many times yeah I used to yeah. see it a lot oh, it has all the stuff swirling around yeah. it like what dreams may come yeah that covers like a lot of this yeah but there's no hell idea. that's right oh right that is about going into hell yeah this one there's you're no right, hell right, there is right. no maleficent beings whatsoever which good I don't fucking believe that for yeah. a second I there's definitely he no talks about it. he's like that's all the church yeah uh, whatever but uh, there's, yeah, there's no, no big bads out there that doesn't make any sense that's illogical and they cover like why some ghosts have like sunken in black eyes, like the apparitions and stuff. And right. Like, oh no, it's a misunderstanding. That's where. Uh, so it's a uh, black is the densest form of light. Right. So that's just like spirits with like crazy knowledge, and uh, it forms around the eyes. Mm. And like all this, see the answers for it. And this is coming from the patients who are just like under and just like, yeah, well, it's like this and like that, and and they're just like talking as if it's normal without skipping a beat. Like, it's kind of yeah. wild. It's kind of wild. And like, and he asked why the souls that are more developed, why aren't they leading the world? Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's asking all these great questions. It's a great, like, if you take it as a piece of fiction, it is fantastic. If you take it as reality, it could change your fucking life. Right. <laughs> but either way, you're going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Shit. So he goes, you know, why is that? And um, this lady, she's like, oh, she's like, they're more nomadic. Um, they don't care for power. They don't care for... Right. And they will create change, but in villages mm-hmm. with people, Mother Teresa type, like will live alone, helping people, not looking for recognition, aiding right. people, uh, working humanitarian, uh, you know, uh, jobs, this and that. Uh, she's like, uh, most people who rule the world are like new, newer souls. Sure. They haven't learned anything yet. They're right. full of greed and everything. So they're, they're, they're fairly new here. That's and, cool. Yeah. So it's this whole, and, and, and like he even asked about population because as he did his sessions, the time between lives back a thousand years ago was like two, three hundred years between lives. Between they go up, chill, uh, sometimes be alone. Sometimes be when they show up, there's like whole families. That's because they're new and they want to comfort them. Right. Right. And sometimes they're alone. They know. They're like, yeah, and now I got to go do my thing and chill for 100 years and think about it and like whatever. So there's all these different cases. Um, but then, uh, but then, yeah, like, so as the earth got more populated, he noticed that the rate of incarnation within 100 years was sometimes two times in 100 years versus one every three, 400 years. Mm. Uh, and he's asking, is that due to population? Like, yeah. So he's like, is there a soul shortage? They're like, no. Uh, it's just the way it is. It's just, more populated so we gotta you know Pump souls up. have to reincarnate a little bit more down here on earth and this and that and crazy talk about animals do animals have so all this how the universe is made they're like oh yeah like when you get to that fucking crazy level then you're making like molecules and making planets and making and and the way that they describe it is so weird because they start talking about quantum physics and stuff and you know this person's not a physicist and they're like, oh yeah, we shape. Uh, so they use the 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 sun's natural energy, but help manipulate it so that it brings on different types of evolution. So they have a hand in it. And I'm like, that's why you have insects that look like fucking leaves. 
<laughs> because if evolution was random, you'd have an insect look like a sneaker. <laughs> right? I don't think it's... You need sneakers for a little longer. Okay, but... an insect all of a sudden would be purple. Right. And it would die. Right? Because, it, oh, I see a purple insect. Oh, I'm gonna I see eat what you it. mean. Yeah, yeah, Because that's random mutation is apparently evolution, right? Random mutation, when it sticks, it, it breeds, right? It lives longer and it breeds more. Yeah. But, like, this makes way more sense that they're, like, manipulating. Get this on. <laughs> they are manipulating. <laughs> Right? Yeah. So, like, they, anyways, they, they tackle all these really heavy subjects in an interesting light that I've never heard. So, I was just really interested by the whole book. And mm. I'm reading the second one now, listening to the second oh, one. Oh, there's two. There, he, he oh, there's more sessions. You more sessions. Uh, he was asked, he had like, like thousands of letters um, sent to him afterwards where people were like describing the things that he was saying and begged him for another book. And he'd retired and he's like, all right. And he just put some more sessions down. He banked all these sessions. Hmm. He and has like a 250 books written in yeah. total in his life, yeah. and like a hundred of them are nonfiction. So like a hundred of them are like, yeah, about that part of his life, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's also nonfiction. Yeah, well, he doesn't call it fiction. No, I said I mean that that the nonfiction parts, like yeah. what you're talking about. Um, there's also what's interesting is that um, he has, I think, one or two hundred trained LBLs, life between life hypnotherapists around the world. Sure. And so this is the part where I was like, this is all fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Pyramid scheme. Yeah. You're the top. How have I listened to this entire book and not looked for, is this a hoax? Right. Right? Instantly, go to my phone. Is this a hoax? Couldn't find one person to discredit him. Hmm. Found a lot of people saying, um, uh, well, everybody has their own beliefs. Right. But then I found a lot of people on Reddit who were like, I wanted to know. And so I booked sessions. Right. I filmed over 100 hours of my sessions and wrote a book on my own. And it's exactly what he's fucking saying. That's cool. That's, I was, that's what I was thinking of doing. Other people are <laughs> writing their own books. That's cool. On the, uh, and all the, all the things. Uh, I've tried it myself with a, a professional LBL therapist. And this is what I got. And yep, here's my real name and all the shit. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Let me try this out. Yeah. I want to try this out. Say you do it. Do you remember what you said, or you're going to take uh, the person that uh, the LBL wrote down what you said, and then you video it? Uh, you oh, you video it? Yeah, okay. you can video it. Let's do it because I'm sure there's going to be some things that uh, that possibly you don't remember. Maybe it's too traumatized. Maybe it makes you forget. I don't know how that works, but yeah. I, either way, uh, hey, that's cool. As shit, I'm man. in for a cool story, and if I get some type of fucking crazy story out yeah. of my past, like, dude, that's sick. I wonder why we can't even remember shit like. I wonder why you don't even remember stuff when you're like one or two, though. You know what I mean? Like, wonder why our brains don't even start memory. Is in there too? Yeah. Jesus Christ, gotta go to this book, man. Yeah. He says. Um, so here's the interesting part because he's the book starts with death. Yeah. And ends with life. Benjamin Button. Ends with a soul. Yeah. Benjamin Button ends with a soul going into a baby. <laughs> that's how it starts. Well, that sounds legal. Yeah. <laughs> so sounds borderline illegal. So the way that this works. And he asks him, he's like, when does the soul enter the body? And he says, it depends on the soul. Mm. Uh, my, he's like, myself, I like to be there in the, um, in, in the womb. Yeah, yeah. And it takes about five years for the baby, the baby's brain to adjust to the soul. Huh. Because they, they have to like sort of assimilate. Crazy. And so there's this like beginning of like, oh, it's okay, I'm here, and like this whole 
like thing and then they kind of meld into it but the funny part is is like oh but uh i'm zipping around right now and he's like what do you mean you're not in like the baby's like oh no like i'll play with my friends and we'll be flying around or whatever you'll just leave this he's like oh yeah all the time like we don't need to be there all the time when they're babies unless they're in hurt instantly back into the body sure. or whatever cool. but like they're zipping around this is what he's saying he's like oh yeah we're zipping around and um up until five years old they're like in and out of the baby's body like assimilating and everything and like so and then that's where you hear these kids have these past life Great, yeah crazy past life they say some wild shit right yeah. like the, the one kid has a guinness record for knowing the most facts about someone you don't know yeah his 52 facts about this guy that he doesn't know this child knows his brother's name his wife's name when he died where he lived like all these things about so this crazy. guy he was never met he's a child yeah you know so you hear stories like that and you're like fuck man maybe there is something to this it's hezbollah yeah <laughs> <laughs> is that benjamin button yeah holy shit all right let's go to the patreon i gotta i gotta i gotta take a piss yeah, I'm gonna take a break, guys. Fuck, sorry to jump out of here, but like, yeah, Come, I sorry I ranted so much, man. No, this I had is great, man. So much to talk to you I about. I feel like you're just explaining life to me. <laughs> explaining UFOs. Feels so good to feels so good to like get this off my chest. <laughs> Anyways, sit on this for a while. Yeah, we'll we'll get into some more shit in the Patreon. Come oh join us there. It's God. five bucks a month. You won't regret it, guys. We got a whole other podcast. You happening. might regret, it, but then you can stop. If you yeah, do. you, you just only lose once. Yeah, get that so get that coupon it. code and get out. Try it. All right, we'll see you there. Thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out. Tell three friends. See you. Bye. Later. Bottom of the barrel. Hey. Bottom of the barrel. Hey. Where we always hey. feel so tall. Bottom of the barrel. Hey. Bottom of the barrel. Hey. The barrel is only hey. too small. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.